0: Hello and welcome to XM Cinema, I'm your host Xavier Mustafa and today we're going to be discussing and reviewing The New Mutants. It is a 2020 American horror film in a superhero genre based on the Marvel Comics team of the same name and distributed by 20th Century Fox. It is the 13th and final installment in the X-Men film series that was directed by Josh Boone from a screenplay he wrote with K'Night Lee, I hope I said that name properly, and stars Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton, Alice Brodga, Blue Hunt, and Henry Zaga. So before we get into this film, before we get into it, I need you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button for me wherever you're listening to this. I also need you to follow me on my social medias at XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. So let's kind of go into the backstory of this film. This film has been quote-unquote made and ready to go for a long time. Um, It was made during the 20th century Fox era of uh, the X-Men. Because we all know that they were acquired by Disney. And then the rights went back to Marvel. Uh, and so that kind of hindered things a little bit. Uh, and they were going to do reshoots for this movie. But because so much time has passed. Uh, the director felt that too much time has passed. The characters were a lot older. It would have been harder to go back and try to do reshoots. So they decided just to finish the film as, as it was. Um, and release it. Then... Because of COVID-19, it got pushed back even more and finally uh, debuted at the end of the summer here in 2020. But uh, this film uh, basically starts out with Danielle Moonstar, who is a Native American. She barely escapes the destruction of her reservation during a tornado. Her father um, kind of hides her away before he is killed by an unseen entity leaving her as the only survivor. So she ends up going to this facility that's being ran by Dr. Cecilia Reyes. And Reyes basically says that, hey, this place is for mutants um, who have kind of done bad things but just need to learn how to use their powers. And it's basically hinted that they will eventually become X-Men. But we found out through the movie that that's really not necessarily the case. Because this particular facility is ran by the Essex Corporation, which if you are into Marvel Comics, you know exactly what that is. So, that's not really um, a great thing. It has a lot of tie-ins. Now, granted, I'm not huge into the X-Men comics. But, from the way it looks, especially when they do flashbacks and stuff, when they talk about Dr. Reyes' role... There's a lot of Logan-type references because at this point you know that there's not many mutants left on the Earth. Something has happened, which they hint in Logan. Uh, The facility that you see Dr. Reyes in with a bunch of mutants looks similar to what you saw in Logan, so I'm assuming this kind of follows that same timeline, but I digress. So when she gets there, she is introduced to four other teenagers, uh, Samuel Guthrie, Ariana Rasputin, Roberto da Costa, and Rain Sinclair. And basically you find out that they all have their powers. Um, no, they all have their powers. Of course they have powers. Um, one of them has the ability to fly at like super fast speeds. Another one has the power to basically make himself really really hot he was in there because he had burned his girlfriend to death uh that would be uh Roberto da Costa uh I think her last name is Ryan uh she escaped her religiously strict, strict village after being branded as a witch um so she has basically she can turn into a dog um yeah so basically she can like run around as a dog and you know she can make her hands turn into claws like a dog and things like that you also have which actually ended up being my favorite character um Ayanna Rasputin uh she was when she was a child uh she was basically a child slave and she's haunted by the past of being this child slave and she manifests these characters called the smile men. Uh, but the cool thing about her is that she can, I don't even know how to word it. It's like she can go to like different dimensions. She can make her hand turn into like, I think turn into metal and then she had a sword and then she can go in between these different realities and, I, I can't describe it, but it, it was pretty cool. She was probably one of my favorite characters. Of course, she's a total B-word at the beginning of this movie to the Danielle Moonstar's character um, because, you know, she, I don't know, just didn't like new people. So you go through how these teams are all interacting with each other. Um, it actually kind of turned into a little bit of a lesbian love story between Danielle Moonstar and Maisie Williams's character um so they kind of fall in love with each other uh, then everything starts to break down now Dr. Rez she's a mutant as well her powers or her abilities is she can actually make these impenetrable force fields one being around the facility itself but she can also make smaller ones to just go around people to keep them trapped where they are so she seems very, very nice, you know, up front until she is given the orders by the SX corporations to uh, terminate patients. Um, I'm not going to get too totally spoiler in-, in this movie, but basically that's where everything kind of starts to break down. Uh, because when Danielle gets there, you realize that her powers are starting to make the people around her start to have nightmares and be able to uncontrol- uh, not control their powers because of these nightmares so but like I said, I'm not gonna get into spoiler territory overall i I give the movie a two and a half out of five like it wasn't terrible but it wasn't the greatest movie I ever seen. The special effects uh when they dealt with uh Ayana Rasputin's powers. I thought was pretty cool. Everything else was kind of so-so. I thought the story was pretty so-so. Um very self-contained story as it only took place in this one facility. So, yeah, I mean, I would say definitely check it out. Do you have to go to the theaters to go see it? Probably not. Uh the budget for this movie was about 70 to 80 million. So far in the box office, they have only made about a quarter of a million, a little less than a quarter of a million. So this is definitely a loser as far as money goes. But, Bravo doesn't have to worry about it because it was pretty much all done on 20th Century uh, Fox's dime before they acquired it. So so yeah, this is uh, seems like it's going to be the final nail in the coffin for the 20th Century versions of the X-Men. So it's going to be interesting to see what marvel is going to do with it now and we all know marvel can do great things so i'm pretty sure they're going to pick up this ball and run with it this was originally supposed to be a part of a trilogy but of course with the acquisition um that's not happening anytime soon so yeah so that's my review of the new mutants like i said go check it out probably when it comes on netflix or something like that no need to really go to the movies for this one it was cool that this was one of the first movies that was released uh, during the COVID era, era. So, you know, I was just excited to go to a movie and see something. Of course, being socially distant from people around me, which is great. But overall, like I said, it, it, it was a good time. It wasn't a bad time. It wasn't a great time. But definitely check it out. Two and a half stars. And until I talk to you guys again, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other.